Hello and welcome to the Royal Central podcast from royalcentral.co.uk. I am Lydia Starbuck, news editor. I am Monique Blocks, the assistant editor. And I'm Brittany Barger, the deputy editor. And this is a special Royal Central podcast uh, marking the 60th birthday of King Philippe of the Belgians. He reaches his 60th birthday on April the 15th this year. So we're going to have a little chat about the man, the king, the celebrations, the celebrations which aren't happening because (laughs) of the coronavirus pandemic. He was going to have a celebration in Brussels along the lines of the one that we saw just a few months ago for his for his daughter when she turned 18, people born on the same day coming round to the palace. That will come in time. But it has also been an opportunity um, for people to reflect on Philippe as a king, because he's only six, seven years into his reign, isn't he? But it's it's turned into a bit of a retrospective on his reign, and it seems that people quite like him. Mm. He's um he he's already obviously come from a from a difficult background. The family, um, his father wasn't quite as popular as King, I believe. And um, Philippe took over in 2013. And um, he has a lovely family and he's made a really good impression on on the Belgians, I think. And uh, it's perhaps a bit early to look back at his reign now, but I think uh, he's he's done really well so far. He's very in touch with today's time. So the Belgian royal family and the royal household, you know, they use social media. They utilize that with Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, They share photos that the king has taken of his own children. He walks with them, takes them to school. He and the queen and the children will do the day without a car in Brussels. He's very, very approachable, which I think is, which, which is nice. Um, And obviously with, after his, half-sister was confirmed not too many months ago um and the entire situation that was going on with Delphine I think that has helped his popularity in a way because his father's popularity has gone down obviously because of everything that went on with Delphine um so I think people are happy that Philippe is now on the throne and he is the king of the Belgians it's it's a good thing that it what what happened didn't happen while Albert was still on the throne. Um, yeah, and it, that takes us into how did Philippe become king? Because there's all kinds of suggestions that that may have been bubbling away in the background because he he was an unexpected heir, and he was an unexpected king because as you said he became king in 2013, kind of almost like that. We were getting ready to celebrate King Albert's 20th anniversary as king, and then he turned around and said, "No, I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. I'm abdicating <laughs> beforehand." And on the National Day, which fell about a month or so before that 20th anniversary, Philippe's going to be the king. But it all worked, didn't it? We were kind of like, oh, we're going to get a new king. But because it kind of happened on the National Day, it turned into a really successful celebration. Yeah, I think it also helped that uh, it was the same year that King Willem-Alexander took over. So Belgium had already seen how it could be. So they weren't too shocked. And and I think they they were happy that Philippe was taking over. And little did they know that Spain was going to follow suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that really too surprised everybody. That really did surprise everybody. Yeah. Um, but Philippe, he, he comes across as very quiet, doesn't he? And there was a period when he was heir to the throne where there were concerns about whether they'd pick the right person to be heir to the throne. Because at, at some points, he was very, very shy, but also with not much going for him. Well, I think they all, all the heirs sort of go through that phase. And um, 
I think that's the problem with living in the public eye. People will always have an opinion, and even if it's not true. And um, I think it's good that he, he waited to get married. He's, he was quite a bit older than uh, uh, his now wife, Matilda. And I think he, he did good waiting for her. And they're a really good match. And she's a really good queen as well. I'm very impressed with the fact that the media and, every, and the press really had no idea that they were dating. Yeah. It was a complete yeah. and total surprise. <laughs> All of a sudden, the heir to the Belgian throne. Oh, I'm engaged. Here you but, go. Yeah. But, <laughs> there were very few whispers in the media. It was a complete and total shock. And I give them complete props for the fact that they were able to keep that yeah. quiet. I don't think that could happen in today's time yeah. with social media and camera phones and everything. There's no way. Um, but it was... It was very impressive they were able to keep it quiet for that long. And they, they seemed to be a very, very happy couple. Great parents. Th- four wonderful children. And obviously we saw Elizabeth come of age last year. And she seems to be a very confident woman who will one day one day take the throne and lead, lead Belgium well. Yeah. yeah, because his marriage to Matilda has been one of the great success stories of his life. If we go back to the very beginning, in some ways he had quite an an unusual childhood didn't he because he's the firstborn child of Prince Albert who was at the time Prince of Liège and his wife Paula young and beautiful and glamorous big royal wedding suddenly there's a beautiful baby boy but at, at the time of his birth he he was nowhere near anyone's idea of who was going to be king in the future because his uncle Baudouin was king he got married a few months later everyone presumed that he'd have a family it didn't happen and Philippe through his childhood could see his life beginning to take a different direction while his mum and dad were clearly growing more and more unhappy with one another. Yeah, I, I think that must have been a very difficult situation for him because um, while his uncle had no children, it was like a waiting game to see if you had to be king one day so you couldn't really become your own person in a way. You can't really follow your your own passion because you might have to be king one day and and then the whole re- whole situation with his parents who were unhappy and of course that um, that was also around the time that Delphine was born and you can only imagine how difficult that must be and then to have to live your life in the public as well it just it seems horrible yeah it was it was a very like you say kind of unpredictable childhood wasn't it because mm. you you really by the time he was you know by the time he was 11 or 12 it was pretty clear Boudoir and Fabiola probably weren't going to have a family of their own and that was a very sad situation for them and she spoke didn't she quite a lot about how hard she found that as you would I mean she she went through a lot but as you say Philippe was never 100% sure he was going to end up as heir to the throne but thought he probably would and all the time your own family life is perhaps not the bed of stability you need it to be in those circumstances yeah and I think the, that he has to be commended for how stable a relationship that he has had with Matilde and how they have had such a stable family life raising their four kids after he had such a difficult childhood. And I think Matilde probably has a lot a lot to do with that because of her, her childhood being more stable. And obviously she came from the Belgian nobility and everything, but I, I think he didn't let his childhood impact how his children's childhoods were, were formed yeah yeah their family life really has been a huge success hasn't it they just marked their 20th wedding anniversary 
but it's clear they're very, very happy. And when he did become king back in 2013, she was such a popular queen, wasn't she? I mean, there were the signs in the crowd, vive la reine, you know, she's the first Belgian-born queen of her country. And that all helps him, doesn't it? Oh, definitely. A, con- a popular consort's always going to help help a king. I think, Monique, you'd be able to say in the Netherlands, Maxima's mm. at least appears from the outside looking <laughs> in. She's very popular and probably yeah. helps William Alexander. Yeah, she's, she's really open and, uh, uh, and she always looks fabulous and and, and she really opened him, him up as well, so that, that really helped him, I think. Of course, Philippe's had issues during his reign as well, so we mentioned the fact that his dad has finally admitted to having a child outside of marriage, not that anyone was surprised by that admission, but he's also had to contend, as many Belgian rulers do, with an unstable political situation the politics in the country can be difficult and he's obviously in a situation where he has to be involved in negotiations he's also got a problematic little brother yeah prince laurent has not been the easiest member of the royal family to have on side as you establish a new reign i find it surprising how quiet he's been lately so perhaps something is coming up yeah worrying (laughs) but but yeah it's uh I think there have been quite a few discussions at the Royal Palace about him in recent years. And I hope this this silence means he's doing better, trying to find a new role for himself, perhaps while in communication with his brother. But um, yeah, that, that whole situation was just a mess. And I hope uh, he comes out of it a better man and hopefully a better representative for his brother. And luckily, Philippe has had his sister, Princess Ast- Astrid. Yeah who has been a great support, great representative for Belgium as a whole. She travels a lot a, a lot on behalf of the Belgian government when it comes to economics and trade, and obviously on behalf of the king as well. Um, so she really has been a big help to him, I think, during his reign, especially considering his children are, until last year, all of them were still children under age. So she was a good a good asset to have. Um, and we also can't forget that in Philippe's reign, he also had to deal with the tragic terror attack mm. that he handled very well. Um, he obviously delivered a speech, but he and Mathilde were obviously visibly moved. They went and they visited the hospitals, visited those that had been injured. He, he did a good job of leading Belgians during a tragedy like that, too. And I think that's helped his popularity because he was strong for the Belgians and the Belgians saw that and they were able to stay strong through such a, such a horrible, horrible event. Yeah. And, and like you said, um, well, things will, will change for Philippe in the, in the coming years because his daughter is now 18. So his heir is of age. And as you mentioned, princess Astrid's kind of been doing that traditional role it was always the Duke or Duchess of Brabant, wasn't it? That kind of looked after the economic missions and Astrid stepped in. But Elizabeth now will start to see a change probably in a few years' time. She's still at college, isn't she? Once, once life gets back to normal, she'll be back in Wales completing yeah. her studies. But as he goes forward, he's hit 60, next big birthday is 70. That sounds really old. How can one of the youngest kings in Europe be about to, 
the next big birthday being 70. That sounds really wrong. But over the next 10 years, obviously, a huge amount is going to change for his family. All of his children by that time will have come of age. His heiress will be approaching her 30th birthday. We might even have had a royal wedding. Let's not get too carried away. But he's kind of moving into that phase of his life in a very stable, successful position. And uh, let's hope that continues. And I hope Belgium also manages to settle down a bit politically. And um, and if not, he'll be there to lead the way. Yes, he's been the unexpected king turned out to be very successful in the end, didn't he? Definitely. He's been a very good, very good king and very good leader for Belgium and great monarch just for Europe and for future, future monarchs and leaders to look up to. I think. So he's got a lot to celebrate on his 60th birthday, even if it will be very quiet. We've got lots on royalcentral.co.uk about Philippe and his 60th birthday. Some lovely photo galleries there as well, featuring Matilda and the four children. And we'll have another podcast for you very soon. In the meantime, thank you for listening and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.